listen and subscribe to the Table of Truth on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Welcome everybody to Blurred Lines. This is your man Cam. Uh, with me as always is the Josh himself. <laughs> as well as well as and B, the professor. And welcome to Blurred Lines Reacts. This is where we're going to be watching some trailers, coming in cold, and giving our reactions. And like it'll be a mix of stuff that we want to see, a mix of things we have no interest in. But we're going to try to keep it mixed up so that it can at least be kind of fun. Um, that way it could be real and authentic. Why are you saying it like that? Stuff we have no interest in. <laughs> no interest in. Everything on this podcast can. Segway, She-Hulk. Just saying. I, I like She Hulk. What are you talking about? You know what? We'll, we'll <laughs> watch the trailer and see if that's the case. Oh my god, this guy. Oh, it's like Westworld. <gasps> wow! Jesus, what the hell, man? Still in control and the overwhelming feelings of rage. No! A normal amount of rage! You do revert back to Gen 4 when you sleep. Was the air horn really necessary? For comedy, absolutely. <laughs> this is a multi-year journey you're about to embark on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who's your best friend? Nikki. <laughs> Spandex. Spandex <laughs> is your best friend. Being a Hulk asks for balance. You have so much more to learn. Yes! So I'm clearly nailing it at all these things. If you want to go back to your life as a lawyer, I, I respect that. He doesn't mean that. More and more eccentric superhumans are coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> we are going to launch a division for them. And I want the She-Hulk to be the face of Jennifer Waters. Namaste. I have a serious conflict of interest. This man tried to kill my cousin, Bruce. Yeah, that's quite all right. Oh. People only care because I'm representing Emil Bonsky. I think they care because they're like, hey, that girl's green. Jen, do your thing. God, I really like this outfit. I'm not proud of this. This world is really answer to a higher power. Our universe is on the edge of a precipice. I am a lawyer. We do things by the book. The book of the shanty. No, the book of American uh, laws. Whether you like it or not, you're now a superhero. Let's do this. You know that friend you had in high school? Who was way cooler than you were, attractive, got all the attention from everyone. Hello. I become jealous. Is that what I'm feeling? Hmm. I hate the logo. <laughs> I, like, no, I like what I saw, but I don't like the logo. You know what? It I think that no, I like what they're trying to do. They're trying to make sure they're trying to bring in that extra like fun element. And I've read She-Hulk a little bit here and there, but it looks like they're going more the '90s version, where it was like um, she's a full-time lawyer, but she's also yeah. green. And, yeah, so it makes kind of sense with the route that they're going. Um, I'm, I'm, I think it will help with the bringing that levity back into a lot of the uh, Marvel stuff since everything's been so dark, dark and dreary, and you know, I am the lol type type stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm curious to see how they kind of weave it in with everything else. Of course, we'll have the Daredevil uh, cameo, which is interesting. Um, it, I think that was cool to use Wong and uh, Abomination because we previously saw them in Shang-Chi, which was cool. Um, Shang-Chi, sir. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like, it's, it looks like it could be fun. I, it's it's fun, fun like on a, like an Ally McBeal type way, you know? Yeah, it looks like it'll be fun. Um, I 
I still have a sour taste in my mouth from how they did uh, how they did the Hulk in Endgame. So mm-hmm. you know, seeing Bruce now is kind of like whatever. You're you're you were inconsequential there. You're going to be inconsequential in this. I, I think I have PTSD now. Um, but other than that, I mean, it looks like it'll be fun. I mean, Tatiana Maslany is gonna is is a is a brilliant actress. So I think she'll bring she'll bring what's required of the role to the role itself. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. I've never, I've, I've only, I, I don't think I've ever seen her do comedy that I can think of. But you know, she'll, she'll, she'll this is this is light work compared to Black Orchid. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, Orphan Black was like kind of crazy. So it's or, like, Orphan Black, Black. Orphan. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm curious to see. It's like I want her to succeed. I don't know if I yes. want the show to succeed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just gonna say because I said I didn't have much to say, and I after having seen that, I still don't have much to say. <laughs> I will say that. There are some things that I fall under the category of just don't need to happen. And this is just one of those things. And you got it there. I think this is one of those things that you have to be invested in Marvel on a more deeper level to appreciate and, and like yeah. something like this. Um, I'm, I'm also curious to see like the pitch for this. Like who was like, hey, we should do a She-Hulk series. You know, like, that in, no sense. in today's sort of spirit of time, Zeitgeist, I can see someone thinking this could work because, again, mm-hmm. you have now 20 plus, you have about what, 20 years? Is it tw- 10 years, 15, 20 years of, of yeah. MCU yeah, about 20 years, um, yeah. content, TV, film, yeah. um, and all this stuff? So you have a, a setup for that type of conceit, a superhero who's both a lawyer and a superhero who's hunting some of the super-powered individuals. You know, age-old story. But again, I think, like you guys said, you know, it, it seems like it'll be fun if you are invested wholesale into Marvel. But if yeah. you're someone like me who is more interested in their their more serious acts, if you will, are there <laughs> as far as that goes, but then this doesn't appeal. I I'm, yeah. I'm, I saw that. The trailer looks good, but I won't be watching that. It, it has no appeal to me. At least they improved the CGI because that first trailer, the first teaser that they had, what was it, a year ago, two years ago, whenever it was, looked yeah. like garbage. Less than six months. So yeah. this I, looks I, 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 didn't, I, I haven't watched any of it, so this this is my first time going cold, so it looks Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, the I trailer, trailer. They, they had a teaser for, um, yeah, I think it was like when they did Comic-Con Light last year. Oh. <laughs> um, so they just it looked good. I didn't like what I saw. Um, I was very concerned. Um, Interesting. Yeah, the CG the looks question, good on there. The one question I do have is I'm very curious to see how they well that's not a question how how will they pivot I guess it is a question how will they um dovetail this into whatever the next thing because you you know usually these things sort of pivot towards or you know leave you sort of facing whatever the next thing is going to be so I'm very curious to see how they melt this how they manage to do a comedy and still melt it into the bigger picture yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it'll be interesting. So that's more so the connective tissue is what I'm what I'm curious yeah. about. And that's probably the only reason that, like D said, you know, if you're invested as I am in the entire Marvel ecosystem from top to yeah. bottom, yeah, then yeah, you're gonna watch. And and, and, all, and, and also, She Hulk's uh, She Hulk has previously been an Avenger in different iterations, so it kind of yes. makes sense that I can kind of see that, so I can see that being something, you know, because again, we, you, you've already lost RDJ, you already lost Chris Evans, so you you kind of have Hemsworth still around, sort of, <laughs> so all these all these people that are coming in now, that they, they um, in my mind, that's like how they're thinking about it from a larger scale, so. Yeah, um, these, you got to think about the names you just listed, or none of those people were box office big mm-hmm. budget uh money time, yeah. before with the exception of rdj having yeah. come, off, come off two iron two iron man movies but yeah. before that he was a character actor with you know a sort of 
you know, we know it's past. We don't need to bring yeah, it up. Right. right, let's leave it there. Yeah. Right. And so and so he had a resurgence and the rest of them were new. Yeah. So now they have an opportunity in hoping that they can do the same thing for, you know, these net this next crop of MCU character stars uh um that will go bounce be bouncing from TV to film and back, you know, and I think that's another unique structure that they have that allows them to go from, you know, do a scene or two or three scenes in a TV series, but also be in movies as well, which is something that previously was you didn't have those twins yeah. lighting as much as you as, yeah. as you do now. So I, I think if nothing else, She Hawk is another avenue that leaves that open but i kind of go opposite of what you were saying josh i hope that they don't could try to connect it to the larger what's going on because i think that they're getting to the point where they need to stop that because mm -hmm. that stuff needs to be able to exist on its own in a larger world without being consequential to everything else for example when ant-man is like uh when uh iron man is like if you substitute encounter with damn near being killed by all the infinity stones and that man is like well not me i don't even know what you're talking about i thought that was a great moment because it's marvel acknowledging hey all of our important characters don't need to have have been a part of the yep this grand this larger tapestry yep. of, of events that have happened but they can live still, in the same universe exactly but he still was important because without him nobody the idea of quantum time uh travel doesn't doesn't come up it doesn't occur to them yeah so i want them to start to continue to have stories that don't necessarily have to dovetail back into the overarching right. the um, characters can still peel in and out but exactly. yeah. story their, their stories don't have to and I mean, and they did a good job with that with the uh, agents of shield and the netflix shows where it's like they exist in those worlds but they weren't connected to it right and so it's just like you know well, stuff also, would happen in it something would happen to it but you know you could do there it, it, it also it also worked out that kevin Feige hated those shows so. yeah that helps right. too <laughs> and then you know like in spider-man yep you know matt murdoch is a practicing lawyer in new york so it makes sense that also spider-man as a vigilante would catch his eye yeah, and yeah. somebody that he would defend so yes it makes sense that matt murdoch shows up because he exists in the world yep. but if matt murdoch showed up or didn't show up would that have changed the narrative of spider-man yep. no way not at all. Not no. At all. it enhanced the movie but it didn't yeah if it didn't happen it wouldn't have detracted from it yeah, right it's, it's it a enhanced, nudge. right it enhanced the world and that's and what, and that's what so, you can do without it so now speaking of like more enhancing the world our next trailer is andor um in the star wars universe and again this is another one where this is this is something that's going to be uh, expanding the world of star wars not connected to uh skywalker so let's go check this take also a look. did not ask for it right but here we are <laughs> here we are they just keep giving this stuff they're so proud of themselves so fat and satisfied these days blend there will be no rules going forward People are standing up. That's what a reckoning sounds like. Andor, original Star Wars series streaming August 31st, only on Disney. Okay, that was a quick, uh... Oh, wait, there's multiple. Yeah, so they... It, they Wasn't there more? They did There's a larger things. trailer. Yeah, they did a, like they did a quick a quick joint and then they did a larger one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna throw in the larger one as well. I think this is more the SDC one. Oh, 
They're so proud of themselves. So fat and satisfied. They're everywhere. They're watching me now. Soon enough, these days will end. There will be no rules going forward. People are standing up. That's what a reckoning sounds like. You know what? Watching this trailer, the first thing I thought of is, why can't I have a Lando? So <laughs> that's all yeah. I asked for. Can I? Can I just get a Lando show? That's all I ask. Six. Yeah. six I wonder who's who's the Kyburn. Remember the actor that played Kyburn in uh, in Game of Thrones is is shown in in as an Imperial something. He's yeah. got it a white. Yeah, uh, the mobs were white. I thought they wore. Uh, they wore. No, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, right, you're right. He was. He was I thought right. that the directors wore. Yeah, white right, executive directors. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he. It was weird because he kind of looks like um, like Palpatine before he. Oh, yeah. But no, I. I still can't help but get the same feeling when I see the visuals. It's like we're stuck running yep. in this same yep. loop. It's a loop. But they can't get out of it, dude. They can't get out of it. Here's what I'll say the what I look forward to in from that trailer. First of all, the audio was great. Um, I like that uh, the editing um they really uh, I mean, you know, it's a sound kind of a that sound mix uh, where it's nothing but the audio is driving the, uh, the images, the imagery, uh, which they did it well. Star Wars lends itself to that perfectly. Um, but um, I look forward to the ground level uh, stuff, uh, the facing the Empire from a non-Jedi, non-bounty uh, yeah. hunter, non-Mandalorian, none of these sort of... Just regular ass people fighting the empire exactly just a regular mm -hmm. person starts off regular gets indoctrinated because they are suffering under the the heel of this um totalitarian i think that's the, again that's something that star wars hasn't explored is just how what the policies of of emperor palpatine and his empire does to the galaxy like what what is that what why are they tyrannical and have to be uh, that's a good point. uh uh un, undone and that think that's something we've never gotten from other than they're evil and we've seen plenty of examples of their of their uh uh maleficent behavior but uh i think when you when you're dealing with a, a story that where there's government and stuff like that, you expect a little bit more. Okay, how are these people under the thumb of this empire? Like, yeah, what, what yeah. Is that they're, you know, what, well, what are violated? What humanities are? Yeah, being and I and I think Rogue One did a good job of showing that. Right? They 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 yeah. like that was the best part of the reason why the movie was so good was because mm -hmm. it wasn't a Jedi, it wasn't a Sith, it was a bunch of ragtag people. Some were mercenaries, some were sensitive but it was just like these are people that are just existing in this world that figured out like the empire sucks and we got to do something about it like what can i yeah, do and i, I think, think um i think you, you brought up a great point d'angelo you know I, I think most of star wars is is sort of grounded in empire bad rebellion right. that and you don't know i mean you know why but you really don't know the granular like how how uh how the existence of the empire impacts the the man on the ground, right? And that's important. I, I agree. Right. I totally agree with that. That's not because something that I fully we, thought about as far as like the visual medium is concerned. Yeah, yeah. I think we know that totalitarian regimes. Some people are okay with them, and and right. and, and they have their reasons. Yeah. And so and. 
for the audience, the reason that we're told to hate the empire is simply because it's led by two Sith Lords who we know are are evil. So at least right. one is extremely evil, the other one is just a rage monster. And and so I think this is an opportunity to say, hey, here are some reasons why these people would join up against this empire. Yeah, no, definitely true. And I think that's the part that's going to make it kind of cool because at least like we've been talking about this for a long time. We're just like, yo, anything that's not Skywalker tied, we're, at, we're like, I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I'll, I'll try it out. Yeah, I'll try it out. It's you know, it's a wide, it's a big galaxy. Like, give me non-Skywalker <laughs> stuff, and let's let's see what we can do with it. Um, yeah, and no, no sand planets, no desert. Yo, <laughs> that's that's the other thing I was gonna say. Like, look, it, it's not it's not on Tatooine. <laughs> I don't like sand. It's coarse. Dude, it's <laughs> everywhere. Now I see why Anakin hated sand so much. I mean, he was prophetic. Yes, he was a hundred percent. Um, all right, next up we got what do we got? Oh, next up we got uh interview with the, amp- the vampire and rice. So it's the interesting one just because I didn't really know it was coming. I just had heard about it. D'Angelo mentioned it and I was kind of like, okay. Um, so yeah, I'm curious to see how this all this is gonna work out. I was being hunted. Year was 1910. New Orleans. You could say I managed and operated a diversified portfolio of enterprises. I was being hunted. And I was completely unaware it was happening. I've been watching you for some time now, Louis. I can swap this life of shame. Swap it off for a dark gift. You just have to ask me for it. Fuck, five, six. I lay down with the devil, and I can't think nothing anymore. Lord, help me. I am weak. I want to die. Questions you answer the questions. Anything that can't be verified, I send to my researcher. So, how long have you been dead? I would say um, that this obviously appears slightly closer to what I know about about how she describes the characters and the stuff in the book. I think the interesting thing to me is Claudia. The character Claudia in uh, <laughs> um, even in 1996, it was controversial to have young Kirsten. I'm uh, not 1996, whenever that was. Yeah. I, think, yeah, I, think, you know, I think it was, was like, it 90s. 90s. Yeah, it was 90s. Yeah, to have yeah. Uh, young Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. 14, in, 12, 13, something like that. She was something like that, but she was in some pretty racy scenes with both uh, uh, Brad Pitt and. Um, and um tom cruise and tom cruise and and that story is you know she becomes a vampire and she's stuck in that state as a child even though she does much get older mature and you know meant uh mm-hmm. in years um and that becomes a thing um one of louis many mistakes in the story um but it's a great it's one of my favorite one of the best vampire stories i think 
uh, in terms of using that. But the trailer, I think the trailer looks interesting enough. And I think. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was like, uh, one, shout out to my, my man, Gray Worm, out there. Getting them. Getting, <laughs> Riley getting, Ritchie. Jacob. Get, Anderson, get, getting them checks. Hey, yeah. hey, you got to keep, keep it moving there, brother. Um, yeah, I was. I, I think it's it's very interesting. Um, you know, AMC is very hit and miss when they do their shows. Do they see their yeah. like? They see their like Hall of Fame like best ever or like what? <laughs> That's very true. Mad and Breaking Bad and something called Saul are like all TV Hall exactly. of Fame. Exactly. And then all the other stuff, you're just like, wait, how does that even get? Why did you do this? <laughs> Why did you do it the way you did it? Exactly. So their their swings and misses are crazy. Like they all hit yeah. like amazing, but then the other stuff I'm like, uh, what? Um, I'm, I'm weirdly ambivalent. I, I didn't trailer didn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was pitched straight up the middle. I, I really yeah. wasn't like ooh, ah, like I didn't get ooh, I didn't get odd. No, I agree, and I think to Josh's point, I think that straight up the middle. That makes me worry that the that like they really didn't try to uh, expand as an adapt as an yeah. adaptation as much as they just went straight up the middle and yeah. writes the story almost like the same way that the movie did where it's like you cut out all of her sort of brilliant development and stuff like that and just go for like uh, Lestat stalks Louis and then he turns them and the two of them have a sort of ongoing homoerotic relationship and and then you and then they and louis does what he does with claudia and then she's involved and then you know all of the it just seems like they're going across the board uh just ticking off the major plot points that's yeah. what the trailer uh kind of came across to josh's yep. point yeah so, it'll be interesting if they decide to add if this is going to include all of her works or just interview with the vampire because oh yeah yeah your interview with the vampire years later is when lestat meets akasha or the queen of the dam that's right that's so right it'll be and i'm not sure what happens so like i say i gotta reread that stuff it's not sure what happens to louis but i know that lestat eventually meets akasha but it's years after his i think he meets louis around i uh, meets akasha around this and i'm probably pronouncing her name wrong around the same time that louis does that interview mm. or, or a little bit after I can't, I can't remember exactly because he yeah. wakes up and he becomes a rock star or stat or whatever <laughs> they, they yeah i didn't yeah, I read. I read Interview with the Vampire. I didn't read Queen of the Dams. You know, yeah. I watched the, the bad Aaliyah movie because it's Aaliyah because we had to yeah. watch it. But but yeah. So, um, um, all right. So next up, we got House of Dragon. Um, this will be interesting as well because I think this is another one of those things where it's like we didn't really ask for it, but now that it's here, we're kind of like this looks kind of fresh. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm curious to see. How they're gonna? Uh, how this is all gonna play out? He's a foot. The dream is clearer than my memory. <clears throat> I heard the sound of thundering arms, splintering shields, and ringing swords. And I placed my heir upon the Iron Throne. And all the dragons roared as one. They consider the matter urgent. That of your succession. But who else would have a claim? The firstborn child. Rhaenyra, no queen has ever sat the Iron Throne. The king has an heir, Daemon Targaryen. I will not be made to choose between my brother and my daughter. Rhaenyra's succession will be challenged. Knives will come out. You are the king. Your duty is to take a new wife. I have decided to name a new heir. I'm your heir. 
is afoot. Do you think the Ram will ever accept me as their queen? A woman would not inherit the Iron Throne. Because that is the order of things. When I'm queen, I will create a new order. Your family has dragons. Yeah, power men should never have trifled with. If Rhaenyra comes into power, she can cut off any challenge to her succession. I am to inherit the Iron Throne. She will block my way. Our hearts remain as one. Our hearts are never one. that a proper budget i mean yeah they didn't cheap out um and honestly because um this is my favorite story in the targaryen uh history um this is the period where there's the most dragons in westeros uh ever so that the fact that they went with this story that and you see like they they're not skipping out on the dragon budget like they look as good as um as they did in game of thrones and the thing is these targaryen dragons are much larger than uh than uh the um the dragons than daenerys's dragons i think we lost Cam. agreed um yeah. it looks good i i i'm a matt smith fan so the fact that matt smith is in this only makes this even greater oh and the character he's playing i think i'm so excited that he's that that he is that character that he that they him as Prince Damon Targaryen because he's yeah. he's going to do such a great job as as that character and Damon is again like this story is going to do is going to be great because it already has a beginning middle and end. Mm-hmm. You're see as you see in the trailer, the Targaryens are at their height of their power. Yes and. This is before, as you can see, you don't see a lot of Lannisters, a lot of, they're there, but this is a period where nobody. Where they're not more powerful. Yeah, nobody challenged the Targaryens. Where where Daenerys is, it is laughable compared to this version of House Targaryen. Like, I'm talking dragons that, Valyrian the Black Dread is still alive in this period. And you saw him actually that dragon with the long, long neck with that was sitting on top. That has to be Valyrian, the Black Dread, because the yeah. Black Dread at that point is almost two hundred years old, and and um, he's ridden by uh, no, Valyrian is dead. That was Vagar. That was Vagar, one of the th- one of the remaining three great dragons that conquered the that conquered Westeros. So that at that point, there were only three dragons. No, uh, when they conquered, when 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 Aegon and his sister wives conquered, they only conquered Westeros. They only had three dragons. Wow! But they brought dragon eggs to Westeros. There were uh, dragon eggs at Dragonstone, and right. you saw in the trailer they have a ritual every time a new Targaryen child is born. They place an egg in their crib next to right. them. The, and the edge and the egg hatch hatches right. with and binds the child with the that's why you saw in the trailer Damon could go up to Caraxes and literally put his hands to his face. Nobody else could do that, but that's because Damon was bonded from a from a baby with Caraxes. Right. Called uh the blood worm, the blood worm, wane worm, the blood worm. That's what they call it. that's what Caraxes okay. is. Um, but yeah, the story is great. I think uh, the trailer did uh, showed a showed a good uh, amount, but we'll see yeah. how it all shakes out. So, how many years before Game uh, of 
before a song of ice and fire is this at least 200 200 oh yes. okay. this is uh about a hundred and so years after uh figured as much this is about a hundred or so years after um Aegon conquered Westeros mm-hmm. and the he I the red keep has been had been finished because he died before it finished Aegon never saw it didn't finish the red keep that was it was finished by one of his his uh progeny mm-hmm. um, but yeah so this is the period that cripples House Targaryen. They are still extremely powerful because uh, uh, they're supposed to be doing the the Night of the Seventh Kingdom or the Tale of Duncan Egg, and the Targaryens are still the monarchs, the ruling monarchs, and that's set about 80 to 100 years after the events in House of the Dragon. But at that point, the Targaryens no longer have, they. their dragons are like a joke pathetic like they've been every dragon that they try to hatch either dies or only grows to be sickly and then dies there's a dragon in the story that they keep as like a ornament an ornamental pet that's no bigger than like a dog in in those stories in the Dunkin' egg stories mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to see if they i was just explaining to josh that the um House of the Dragon will show the Targaryens at the height of their power. Mm. Literally, when they have about 10 or more dragons at their disposal in Westeros that they could literally hop on at any time and go anywhere. Like they, they, there are dragons, there are even wild dragons that they, that they haven't tamed that are in like the hills of, of, um, of, um, there's one dragon called the Cannibal. That actually eats other dragons that they have to uh, <laughs> that they have to watch out for because he because he'll kill their dragons and so um, you'll see the difference between there's going to be a lot of comparisons between Rhaenyra and Daenerys but Rhaenyra was flat out the the throne was stolen from her was bamboozled away from her and mm. versus Daenerys who technically had a weaker claim because her family lost the lost the the um the 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 throne by right of conquest. Right. So at that point the Targaryens lost the throne. So she didn't have Renly had a stronger claim than either her or um uh, or um John. Hmm. Interesting. Well, that turned out. Yeah, yeah, we see that. Um, all right, so then, then uh, now to, on the other end of the spectrum, we got uh, the Lord of the Rings with the Rings of Power, which is gonna be on uh, Amazon. Is it Amazon? Amazon. Yeah, it's Amazon. Yep. Amazon. So, Bezos actually used more than pocket lint for this one, yeah, 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 yeah. So, we'll, we'll, this we'll is, see. This is, this is supposed to be the most expensive streamer of all time, right? Good. Yeah, um, and it's interesting because they also have the Wheel of Time, which is only in its like second, I think it's second season, right? The second third, season. No, yeah. only second season, I think. Yeah, and they also had a, a huge budget as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We thought the war at last was ended. That's bad. <laughs> Today, our days of peace begin. It's dark. <laughs> we thought our joys would be unending. We thought our light Gorgeous. would never dim. The skies are strange. You just hear Galadriel the moment we see it. Evil does not sleep. It wakes. Beyond the darkness, tempting shadow, to bury us all beneath the mountain. He has no one name, but many. If you heard of him, lad, if you heard of Sauron.
pulverizing it's left object. It will take us all. Find the light, and the shadow will not find you. Together we can survive this! Fight with me. Each of us must decide who we shall be. There can be no trust between hammer and rock. Eventually one or the other must surely break. You have been told many lies of Middle-earth. recognize him that's, yep. who, that's who kills gandalf but um or kills gandalf but um, <laughs> yeah um no, no, it's, the the great thing is that this story is like set thousands of years before um before um the fellowship and the, the attempt to once again i think this is the second age or third age and mm -hmm. the one in the movies is the fourth age um so in this they even show you can see the reference to sauron walking and the elves bowing or whatever um not elves the orcs bowing or whatever um so he's physically this is a time where sauron physically walks middle earth and is literally about to forge all of the rings that he eventually gives to man orcs elves um uh, the dwarves, and of course, the ring that he keeps for himself to control them all. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think it's kind of cool because, like, now we're getting like it's so far removed from what we've already seen, and it's years along, so it could literally be anything. Yeah. Um, plus, it looks like it has a decent budget, so it's having fun with that aspect of it, too. So, yeah. Young Ned, uh, the actor that played Young Ned, is actually playing. The character that Hugo Weaving plays in. Uh, oh, okay. Now it ends in the movie. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Just like again, you saw Galadriel, uh, who Kate Blanchett plays in. Because um, again, all these characters, those Elven characters, live for thousands of years, and a yeah. lot of them lived during like the first age. They were there. The El Elrond, that, that's his name. They were yeah. there for the first the during the first time that Sauron attacked um Middle Earth or waged his war against Middle Earth. And then this I think the second time with the rings, it the with the rings is the second time he tries to to rule Middle Earth. The first time it didn't involve the rings, it was just he tried it by force with the orcs and his his He's extremely powerful because he's like an angel, basically. Exactly, basically, Sauron yeah. is Lucifer. Yeah, yeah. that's always that's what it always seems like. Yeah, I mean, plus, and plus, Tolkien was a very uh, devout Christian and all that stuff too, so it makes a lot yeah. of sense. But he was less. He was Tolkien was less willing to be that obvious with it as much as like a C.S. Uh, Lewis or something. C.S. Like Lewis, yeah, because like C.S. Lewis, it's obvious. Like, yeah, he, he heavy-handed. Heavy-handed, but yeah. Tolkien does incorporate a little paganism in in the stories, a little, but largely his narrative is mono is meant to be a monotheistic story about you know a one God and this God creating these various agents, and then one agent gets corrupted and tries to corrupt all of his creations and all that stuff, and um, but again, he just. Tolkien just expands it to new, bigger, bigger, bigger heights. He yeah. even wrote uh, a lot of those languages. He, he he was an anthropologist, so a linguist, a linguist. So he wrote a lot of the, the Elven and all those languages that he wrote 
like a le legit the phonetics all of it the rules all of it crazy it yeah it, it crazy. Looks, it looks really good no nah, it's crazy i think it's, it's i mean again it's super it's the the level of the deepness of it and i think that's what came across with um Peter Jackson, when he got to do Lord of the Rings, the very first one, is that he was like, "Yo, there's so much here to work with." Yeah, He's like I'm just bringing it to the state to the screen, but like it's already all, mm -hmm. everything's already written out already. Everything's yeah. done, and like the the visuals and everything. It's just more about bringing it up there. And I'll just say one more thing before we move on: the the comparing the the we saw the Lord of the Rings and House of the Dragon back to back, and the two fantasy worlds, obviously. Tolkien lived way before George R. R. Martin and he influenced him. But the interesting thing is the story that's in the rings of power is taken from, from uh, uh, Tolkien Sal Marillion, which is like his Bible of middle earth. And the story for house of dragon is taken from fire and blood volume one, which mm. is, is, which is Georgia R. Martin's uh, complete history of, of the Tar mm. of the Targaryen family? Like it's not really told entirely in narrative verse, narrative prose, more like a history text uh, written by uh, a maester or whatever. Interesting. So most there are spiritual a lot of connections between these two shows. Spiritual cousins, nerdy spiritual cousins. <laughs> yeah. No, I still though. I think. I mean, again, it's one of those things where like we didn't ask for this, but now that we're gonna get it, it's gonna be pretty dope if it's pulled off well. Yeah, and it I'm seems like that Bezos is throwing as much money as 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 he has. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he's bored now. He, Expanse is gone. What else you got to watch? Yeah, he's <laughs> he's one of those. He's just like us, you know, in that way. Well, except with billions of dollars, but um, <laughs> he's yeah, like yeah, us yeah, in yeah. that. <laughs> he loves he loves that fantasy those fantasy uh stories and you know like i think the desire to bring a true tokens world truly to this to the screen is just like anybody has a chance to do that they're going to take it and um because you can see it's beautiful like just, yeah. just that's tokens world like as a poet it contrasts so as much as star trek in the expanse contrast visually in terms of space and the rug, how, uh, the world of ice and fire, Westeros is the rugged uh, fantasy world, whereas Tolkien is the the beautiful land optimism. There's dark stuff happening, but at the end of the day, there's hope. Yeah. Whereas you know, Westeros is like you'd be lucky if you survive to to twenty. <laughs> Watch <laughs> shows, yo. You you save a cat in a tree, your arm getting chop, chopped off. Or you are you and the cat will be engulfed by a dragonfly. Yep, exactly. <laughs> like you do any altruistic thing in, in in the Game of Thrones universe, you're going to die. This is really yeah. what it comes down to. So, so it, it's going to be great to be able to for the first time compare the two similar fantasy worlds uh, as they play out visually or whatever. Yeah, and it's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, August twenty first uh, for House of Dragon. They fight, they fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is a big swing for Amazon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, because Amazon they got their Oscar, they got a couple of Emmys, they they're doing their thing, so they're trying to. I mean, because you know HBO has been stepping their game up too, so like, I think in the but last to go head to head. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, really, it seems like it's it was more HBO kind of was like, oh, so you guys are gonna create your own Game of Thrones? Hey, mm -hmm. GRRM, what else you got in the, <laughs> in, the <laughs> in the fight? And George R. R. Martin pulls out Fire and Blood, and he's like, I got this. Y'all want it? Uh, <laughs> now, now that now that you've years, a house of Tar the Targaryens, you can tell that story here. It'll give you five. Seconds. He's like, now that yeah. you woke, woke <laughs> you, now that you woke me from my cash bath that I take a regular every day. <laughs> exactly. I guess know, I, I guess I could give you something. I could, I could give you something that'll that'll rack up at least ten Emmys. Exactly. <laughs> hey, you wanna you wanna go to war with Amazon and Tolkien? I've been waiting for this day since I was born. <laughs> what was the blade the blade quote that blade ready to die born ready motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> that's what hbo asked asked george like hey you ready to go up head to head with lord of the rings so i was born ready we're gonna we're gonna 
we gonna we gonna we gonna kill them all. Kill everybody. It's gonna be all kinds of sex. Everything that we can be different, it's in there. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, so now we're gonna wrap it up with our last trailer, which is John Wick Four. Um, yeah. yeah, we're just gonna. This could be fun. John Wick. Have you given any thought to where this ends? The table will never stop. You know this. No one. Not even you. Can kill everyone. Such violent delights. These violent delights have yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you just, just I, I remember I was uh I think I watched the second one with my ex-girlfriend, and she had never watched the first one. And she's like, Should I watch the first one before I watch the second one? I was like, Someone comes, kills John Wick's dog, dog he kills everybody. You're he goes on rampage. <laughs> like, kills everybody. And then she watched it and she was and like, go. damn. <laughs> You know what I love is how they reunite um, uh, um, Larry, Larry Fish. Larry Fish, bro. Yeah, he's like totally an uh, assassin Morpheus this time. Yo, ready, John? Mm. Like, let's. <laughs> Amazing. Easiest yeah. check that he ever got. He's yeah. like, yo, what you doing? Oh. Nothing? Just come hang out. I know you got the blackish thing going on, and that's been kind of fun. It's nice and cushy, mm-hmm. but come, come hang out with us for a little bit. It's going to be fun. And Keanu was like, yeah, I'll stick with John Wick. No more Matrix. <laughs> this, is, this is what I foresee. Um, I think John Wick is going to be like Mission Impossible, where you watch it and you're like, all right, cool. That was cool. That was cool. I don't need to see anymore. Everything's good. I, I, you can you can cap it right here. And then he comes out with another one and you're like, and you say the same thing. <laughs> yep. 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 I'm watching. But this should be the last one. Yep, yep, exactly. In, at this point, exactly. we're at like what Mission Impossible twenty five, whatever we are. I, I don't know. You know what? Honestly, as I said before, as long as Tom Cruise is running in the movie, I will be there. Yo, you went to go see Fallout, and Tom Cruise started running, and Cam and I were falling over each other, laughing, trying not to like disturb people. In the oh, that's movie. it. That's all you need, man. Hey, he's a he's the last white action hero. It's Again, we do not need another Mission Impossible, but we keep getting them, and they're amazing every time. And they're amazing, and they're always better than the last one. Yep, I, just, I enjoy it. Is in that same category. And yeah, actually, I, I love the thing I love the most about John Wick. What now? We're what ten years later since the I don't know. If that's how long it's been. A little less, yeah, yeah around that time. A little less than than ten years since the first one, but that movie was released as totally an independent thing. Yep. You know, not independent, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not meant to make any splashes. Something totally ridiculous, right? A hitman going on a rampage because someone murdered his dog. Like it on the surface, it's supposed <laughs> to be the most 90s premise for a film <laughs> right. that you could ever ask for. It's not supposed to work in the 20 teens, but it did, and it has, and I like that that little idea that was not supposed to go anywhere. Is now a multi-million dollar uh, yeah. uh, movie franchise. franchise. So I, I, I love that because that movie was not expected to do more, not nearly what it did. What it's and, and I would say also too, you know, one, an original IP. That's another one. Yes. And then two, they just have a lot of fun. Like yes. the world that they created was fun. Even yep. in like two, when they expanded it, and then three, they expanded it some more. Then they had nobody with uh, a homie from Better Call Saul. Which again, why did they make this movie? But then you watch it, you're like, this is totally entertaining, and it literally just yeah. expanded the same world that inhabits John Wick. And you're like, that's again going back to original IP. This is what you want. You want something that's original. It's not. It's not a book. 
it's not adapted from something from before and and you can expand the world in, like and then they're going to do the tv show which honestly is a good move because the hotel is such an interesting place that yeah, can yeah. easily lend to to multiple and different characters and, and all these different layers and there's so much more to be explored about it because they teased it in the story yep. but we focused primarily on john wick but we yeah. know that this is a whole society that's out there in the big wide world so there's plenty mm -hmm. to to continue the ip and continue the content but like you said this is one of those rare examples of today's of originality in today's hollywood big budget or small budget filmmaking where yeah. or storytelling this is something that was original and now we have tv series and spin-off movies and things that will continue to spiral from it yeah and i'm, I'm like i say i'm 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 excited i'm glad they're still doing it i'm glad that keanu reeves actually enjoys doing it yeah I, i'm glad that everyone that's involved enjoys doing it too so it's like it's it's a it's one of those things where like you can tell the people that are making it are having fun the audience is enjoying it like even with three when they had um Halle Berry come in I was like yo Halle Berry's doing this and she fucking murdered that shit yeah so Absolutely. it was just I yeah, was like was great I hope we see her more of her I, uh, I yeah. hope we see her yeah. Yeah. yes I mean you yeah. can never really get a spinoff yeah something like that because I mean yeah, even the the no I the nobody that. yeah even the nobody I story the hell out of that. Yeah, the nobody uh, story is getting the spinoff for AMC, I think. Which I I know that's part of the relationship with Bob Odenkirk, um, but I would rather that go to an HBO or something. Yeah, true, AMC. true, true. Like you said, yeah. AMC. They it's either it's either a Hall of Fame or what? Just like Interview with the Vampire. That's another reason why I'm kind of like. Uh, along with the sort of lukewarm trailer and the fact that it's on AMC, I'm just kind of like mm, that one. If if I miss the first five episodes, I won't be mad, <laughs> but I will eventually watch it and see if it's worth continuing. And the the John Wick's the the John Wick spinoff is on what HBO? I think mm -hmm. HBO Max. I think it's I think because. Wait it's no like, no, right? it might be on it might be on something else. Yeah, that's a Paramount. Oh, might be on Paramount. Interesting. That's a Paramount property, I think. Right? Yeah. In, um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. General, yeah. I think it is a Paramount property. Interesting. All right. Maybe, All right. Double check that. Don't quote. But yeah. Me. No, but it's like again, yeah, it was. Right. I think you're right. Like highly entertaining, entertaining, super fun, and it's original, which is also great. So yeah, I'm. I'm again. I think John Wick's that. It is if John, if Keanu wants to make more, we will be there front and center. <laughs> yeah, get more money. Yep. He's already on record saying as long as people keep wanting, keep keep wanting him to make them, and I mean, but and and he's very clear that by by wanting them to make them, he's really he really means yo. If y'all keep showing up, I mean, yeah. and we keep showing up. Each one has made more than the last. Yeah. Yeah, at this point, it's an event film, and, and you That's go fun. to it knowing what you're getting, and we love it for that. And so, and you want to go to the movies to see it. Like, you're yeah. not going to, I would not sit at home, I would not volunteer to sit at home and watch John Wick. Yeah. Unless yeah. I've already seen it in the theater. Yeah, no, sure. Yeah, I, I think whether, no matter how many more we get out of Keanu or whatever, it's safe to say that John Wick is now in the lexicon in the same mm -hmm. way as. A John McClane or even more a James Bond because Jason I do Bourne believe that well. he, or Jason Bourne because I do believe that at some point years years from now when Keanu Keanu is done and with that role and doesn't want to play it I believe that you can recast John Wick and, and with another character and have with another uh, uh, actor being John Wick continuing yeah. to be John Wick like it will it will be tough to get used to but i'm saying if they still want to use it they can i yeah. mean it's it's even if it's an animation thing yeah, yeah no totally oh, sure. animation. Oh. Oh, be insane. bananas yeah man that'd be super dope but um all right cool well this has been again blurred lines reaction trailers we'll be trying to do this a little bit more often because it's kind of fun but uh thanks for rocking with us bye bye